Hi, this is Hetty. And this is Tina. And this is Love and Inclusion in, in the, the Real World. world. So, welcome, welcome back. to episode 11, 11, I think. Double yeah, digits, double one digits. one. Woo! One one. <laughs> um, thanks so much for joining us again. Um, as always, we're super excited to have you. We appreciate your time. Um, and we're really honored that you carve out some to spend with us. Yes, we love it. Thank you. So, we're really excited today. We have a guest today. <laughs> um, kind of a celebrity guest. Yes. We're kind um, of a little giddy, can you tell? <laughs> um, so today we have Alexandra Harold with us, and she is the founder of Patty, Patty and Ricky. Ricky. Um, you want to tell a little bit about what Patty and Ricky is? Well, I actually would like Alex to do that. Okay, because, we'll save it then. Um, I don't want to take the thunder away from her, and um, but I do want to say that I love Alex. She has been my friend for like five years now, and it's just such an honor to um, to be able to have her on as a guest and for her to be able to talk about Patty and Ricky. It just makes my heart so happy. Yeah. So we're going to let Alex tell you about Patty and Ricky, but I'll give you a hint because I'm going to share a little bit of information with you about fashion. Um, if you know me, you know that I don't actually know <laughs> anything about fashion. Um, however, um, today we're going to talk a little bit about adaptive fashion. And I wanted to share just a little bit of um, foundation information with you guys. Um, so Vogue reports that by 2026, which is just six years down the road, that adaptive fashion is going to be a $400 billion industry. So finally, designers and um, retailers are, are seeing that there's this whole market and this, um, need. this need for um, clothing and accessories that meet the needs of people who are living with all different sorts of disabilities. Um, and, and when we say adaptive fashion, I think that we should say not necessarily it, that's different than adaptive well, clothing, right? Because right? we've had adaptive clothing for years, right? For a long time. Um, but it's more fashion, like the the idea, and and you'll hear more from Alex too behind this. But the idea is fashion, right? Like when when we say fashion, we're not talking about the mom jeans, right? We're right. talking about like. What, what is the end thing? What are people wearing? Why are they wearing it? And also like when you, when you have a great outfit on, it just affects the way you feel. Right. right. And the way you show up. Right. And that's not just what we're telling you. That's like a true fact. There's, um, academic data that says, um, how we, um, our, our clothes, like from our bottom layer out, um, impact how we feel and, and how we feel can impact our success in our workplace and um, relationally and just when we're kind of out in the world doing our thing. Um, Professor Karen Pine is out of the UK and she writes that when we put on a piece of clothing, um, we can't help but adapt some of the characteristics associated with it, even if we're unaware of it. So when we kind of put on clothes that don't make us feel good, right? we don't feel good. Um, and I think as a woman, I know that if I put on my heels and a great dress and some, some good accessories, accessories right, yes, yes. that then I can kind of go out and feel like, all right, I, I've got this, right? But if I, 
Uh, if I'm not dressed that way, I don't feel right. like I've got it. Well, and also too, there is something to say with when somebody says, "Oh my gosh, you look cute today!" Like, right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Gosh, I thought so too when I looked in the mirror." That could just be me, but I thought so too when I looked in the mirror. And then just to, just for people to notice that too is huge. And so for a long time, adaptive clothing has been very much. Uh, function over form and and maybe not even any form to speak of Um, and so hopefully that's changing and so we're really excited to talk with Alex today Um, and and we also are hoping that um, as you listen you're going to get some ideas for the holidays and uh, and that's really why we're doing this in November because um, holidays are right around the corner so um, this hopefully um, as we talk and Alex shares more um, hopefully you'll be able to get ideas for those individuals on your list as well yeah it'll be great so without further ado Alex welcome thank you ladies so much for having me I'm so honored to be on your podcast and on your 11th episode I'm just I I, am so blown away what you ladies are doing and just happy to be a part of it thank you so much for having me thanks for making the drive oh of course anytime (laughs) um so really tell us a little bit what is Patty and Ricky so what Patty and Ricky is is an inclusive marketplace with functional and stylish fashion uh, for women, men, and kids with disabilities. And what we've done is brought together designers. We have over 70 designers now, which is wild. Um, Most of which um, have disabilities themselves Mm -hmm. or a loved one with a disability um, who have created a product that either they needed or their family member needed or wanted and couldn't find. So, At Patty and Ricky, we believe that um, people with disabilities are the experts. They know what they need. They know what they want, especially adults with disabilities. And they've created a product um, that they were looking for. And what we did was bring together these designers. We've curated fashionable, functional clothing and accessories and just brought them together in a beautiful shopping experience for people with disabilities. Nice. Yeah. Well, how cool. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, Over two years. We launched the website and um, it's been overwhelming, the response from uh, parents who feel that they've been looking for a kid's section, that um, maybe their child needs an eye patch or um, is blind and has now cool braille jewelry um, or shoes for AFOs to um, people with disabilities who have maybe had a a disability their entire life and they've been so wanting a space that um, brings fashionable, functional clothing together. Awesome. So it's been it's been really wonderful. It's great. Yeah. All right. Well, so tell us what why is Patty and Ricky called Patty and Ricky? Yes. So um, Patty and Ricky is named after my mom, who is Patty, and my cousin, who is Ricky. Um, my parents, both my parents, my mom Patty and my dad, were in New York City fashion industry. I kid that retail is in my blood. <laughs> um, but my parents, um, you know, they. Um, were very much in the accessory industry. So um, my mom was very fashion forward. She loved getting dressed in the morning and feeling, she was way cooler than me. She was, she was, <laughs> she was really chic. Um, and when she got diagnosed with brain cancer over 11 years ago, um, getting dressed was really difficult after chemo. The clothing wasn't really working for her. It was a lot of elastic pants that um, were um, comfy looking, but not um, not, sexy not, not sexy by any means. <laughs> and, um, you know, we would make sure to put earrings on it, really accessorize. But um, she it was getting dressed was really difficult. She had lost her hair. So a lot of people were talking to her like she was a baby uh-huh. just because she um, lost her hair. And she was a CEO of a company. And I couldn't, you know, I'd sit with her chemo. And I, I, could, 
uh, it was so weird for me for having people, you know, she was a strong, independent woman. All right. of a sudden, because she lost her hair, people were talking to her like she was a baby. So um, she asked me for a leopard print cane. Oh my gosh, and I, that. I know, I couldn't find her one. This was before it was easy. It was before online shopping was right. a thing. Um, and I ended up going into a medical supply store that was really depressing and ordering her a special cane that was pink with roses. And through this experience, I, I saw the power of fashion. And I saw how, you know, this, it became this conversation piece where everyone was like, oh my God, how, um, Patty, how, where'd you get that cane? Right. And how's work? And, and how's Alex? And it, um, all of a sudden people were treating her the way they had always treated her. And so it became this wonderful um, uh, conversation piece, really. And then um, I was raised with my cousin, Ricky, and he was unable to walk or talk. Um, he showed me that his wheelchair was a fashion accessory as, as well as his vehicle to get where he needed to go. And um, he really framed how I've always seen disability and it's always been very different than how society sees it. I, um, you know, my American Girl doll growing up had a wheelchair. Um, nice. You know, my friends would come over and be like, Alex, why does your American Girl doll have have a wheelchair? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Why does your American Girl doll have brown eyes? You know, it was just a difference. Yeah. And um, of course, I decked out her wheelchair. Um, but it was, you know, for me, it's, I've always seen disability um, just as a, as a difference, as a human difference. And with Patty and Ricky, I really wanted to bring humans together and people together and, and, um, and bring fashion um, and a beautiful shopping experience um, because it didn't exist. It didn't, I couldn't find it. So, um, yeah. So you decided, let me just do this, right? Yeah, let me like, name it after I my mom and my cousin. I don't, right, I don't see it, I can't find it, so let's do it. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's it's so great. And to yeah. wake up and get to talk about my mom and my cousin, they were such um, big presences when they were on this planet. And um, and every product I bring onto our site, I think to myself, would my mom and my cousin, would Patty and Ricky think that this is a cool product? Right. If not, we're not going to carry it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it's cool, we're going to carry it because they were so cool. Right. And, um, you know, we really, a lot of the, the medical device stuff we sell on Patty and Ricky, there's no reason it can't feel like a fashion accessory. True. So, yeah. well, can you say a little bit more about like medical devices? Like, yeah, just kind of so the listeners kind of get an idea of what you mean. Yeah, so we sell um, we, we sell products for people who were born with a disability, acquire it, maybe they they were up on the ski mountain and they broke their they broke their arm and they need a beautiful arm sling. We have um, uh, products for people who've acquired a disability and we have um, uh, products for lifelong disability. So we really like to bring disability together as a whole also. Um, we have pick line covers. Um, a pick line is if you need medication through your arm, through like a port in your arm, we have beautiful covers to cover it. Um, medical professionals were telling our designer who designs these, hey, just put a, just cut a sock and just put a sock on your arm. Ooh. And she's like, oh, wait, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> and so our designer, her name is um, Emily. She's really an incredible woman. And she um, created these beautiful pick line covers um, that are functional and fashionable. We, of course, have beautiful canes. And just because, <laughs> because of my mom, <laughs> we had to make sure to have some beautiful canes. Um, we also have um, magnetic button-down shirts for men um, who were designed by um, a wife whose husband had Parkinson's. And he was a very well-known uh, college football coach. And he, when he acquired Parkinson's, he actually asked one of his players to button his shirt for him. And her, his wife was like, oh no, my husband doesn't need someone to help him button his shirt. And she created these beautiful, sophisticated, and I'm, I'm clapping my hands because the magnets, <laughs> the magnets just go right together. And um, so, so that's uh, some of the products, but we have um, over 5,000 SKUs. 
That's amazing. We're growing every day. Yes. There's a ton. I, I love um, some of the things that you have for um, regulation, right? Mm-hmm. So um, like our, my daughter has a fidget ring mm-hmm. and it has been revolutionary for us when we're places that all of that movement is, um, you know, it helps keep her centered, but everybody else around her is like <laughs> looking and, you know, so she has that fidget ring and she can just kind of sit there and roll that around and it keeps her um, really um, centered and focused um, and it helps her learn. So I really appreciate things like that as well mm-hmm. that are um, like kind of invisible almost. Well, and I yeah. want to add more to about the ring too, because I've seen her ring and it's beautiful. And I know Alex has a ring on too. Um, and the jury that I've seen before the stuff on petting Ricky has been more like kid focused mm-hmm. and more like almost rubber looking, you know, mm-hmm. where, um, where the fidget rings are legit rings that are yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. And, um, it really loves hers. Yeah. Know? She's 13. It makes her feel grown up. Right. It's, it's beautiful metal right. and sculpt, yeah. kind of sculpted looking. And so she yes. really loves it. Yeah. And so it is part of, um, her overall look, yes. but it's also like very functional and, um, helps her be like her best self really. Um, so we, we love those things too. So I'm curious how you, um, how you find those designers, like how you cross paths with right. them yes. and get hooked up. You know, I was reading this article, um, that talks about Liz Jackson, who is a disability advocate, like a big deal disability advocate, <laughs> um, has probably way more than 11 podcast episodes right, to talk not. about, but you know, she talks about disabled people are the original life hackers, right? They spend their life cultivating an intuitive creativity, um, because they're forced to navigate a world that's not built for their bodies. And so including them in the design process from the very beginning is huge, right? It's because they, yeah. like they know what they need. And so I'm just curious, like, how do you, how do you find these designers? Well, at first, when we first started, I, I thought about when my mom was sick and what she need would have needed mm-hmm. and things that again, Ricky would have loved for his wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have ADHD and dyslexia. So for when it comes to the fidget jewelry, I could bring that that experience with me to, that I knew that that would be something that um, individual with ADHD or anxiety could benefit from. But then after that, you know, I, I, I thousand percent agree with uh, Liz Jackson, and, and I still look up to her. Um, it, it, people with disabilities are the experts, and because of that, um, we needed to ask them. And what was am- amazing is that our designers um, that I was I was finding, which was from massive Google searches on page. <laughs> I got to like 365, you know, like, you know, right. I knew what I was looking for in terms of some things like, Oh, I, I wanted a bag for a wheelchair, but it wasn't until, um, I got to that page on Google and found that company and, and realized very quickly that most of the designers I was finding had disabilities themselves or were a loved one. And that made sense to me because they know what they need. Right. Um, they're living, what they're living yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I wasn't cer- certain in the beginning that um, what people needed, and I still don't know, which is why we have a great suggestion section. Um, is a button on the bo- bottom of our homepage on our website, and people can suggest to us what they've been looking for, whether it's for their loved one or for themselves. And then we do our best with a team to search for the things that um, people have been looking for. Well, now might be a good time for you to mention 
Your website. Oh, yes. So it's um, with com is with uh, Patty with an I and Ricky with a Y. A and D in between. But you can spell it anyway. I bought all the domain names. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry too much. Well, um, and we'll definitely send a link yes. to when we, when we post this. But um, sometimes people are listening to it in their car. Or, yes. You know, so I like to just be able to. And with the holidays coming up, you know, I think it is important, you know, if you are, if you do have most likely you have a family member because disability is everywhere that is has a disability and you want to get them something that's functional and fashionable we have mm-hmm. those things for the holidays um when it, when it comes to gift giving um a lot of people um even like the aging market you know if it's grandparents you're looking for we have beautiful things that aren't medical gray looking <laughs> and they won't they're gonna want something that's beautiful because right. again what you're saying it when you have something that looks beautiful and you put it on it makes you feel beautiful right and confident and it doesn't need to be a gray medical device yeah that's ugly no you don't need that no <laughs> why can't it be a fashion accessory right yeah, yeah. i think that that's a, a great perspective um so let's talk a bit about your website um so like as cora's mom right there have been like for instance if i want to buy a book about something that i'm encountering with cora i can type um, books about kids with Down syndrome, right? But if I go to your website and I type in Down syndrome, I don't really get anything, right? Um, and so I'd love to know like how you've organized your website and your thought process behind how you organized it. Yes. So we have, we do get some calls um, from <laughs> parents that are say, oh, I typed in autism and nothing came up. You don't have anything for autism. And I said, and I'll always say, um, well, you know, I do believe that you know, if you met one child with autism, you've met one child with autism. And just because jewelry, which is um, ju- jewelry you can actually chew, or compression works for your child, doesn't mean it's going to work for all kids with autism. So, um, um, our really our core belief—it's um, kind of almost more internally than usually what we talk about with media, but um, it's to not categorize people by their labels or by their disability, but to, to categorize the clothing and accessories, which is what we do on our website. So um, we ca- so you'll see if, if you're looking for, comp- if your child has autism and you're looking for compression, you can type in compression and you'll, a lot of things will come up for you. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I, I sometimes, I, and I know it's a little uncomfortable for people because it's different because mm-hmm. you can't just type in ADHD um, but I really hope that adaptive clothing moves in that direction mm-hmm. where it, we're categorizing clothing and accessories and not people. Well, and I think that if you do that, then I think that people who don't have diagnosed disabilities will also feel comfortable and, like, and start to see like, hey, like, uh, I... Like right now, I'm chewing on my pencil, right? And right. wouldn't it be great if I had something else to chew on? Right. And, and they might not ever type in right. a, a, a diagnosis mm-hmm. or a disability category to hunt for something like that. Definitely. And so I think that that is, it's almost like um, universal design for dressing. I was dressing. just going to say, uni- <laughs> universal design for fashion, right? Right. Like, right. Um, being able to, uh, like you mentioned, looking for um, the item and not the disability, right? And mm-hmm. um, I mean, and that kind of echoes what we talk about a lot too, is, you know, putting the person first, right? And uh, putting the need first, right? Like, um, I, I need to have a beautiful ring. Like, <laughs> and that happens to have a fidget on it. Like, bonus, bonus. <laughs> yeah. And we actually do have um, 
we do take on companies or products that are universally designed. So we do have products that are made, of course, by individuals for individuals with disabilities, but we do have some products that are just universally designed. Mm -hmm. we, we sell rain capes on our site that um, were actually designed for commuter, commuter bicycle riders. And um, but they were perfectly over wheelchairs and walkers oh, and they're yes. incredibly fashion forward and and they're the, they're the quality is unbelievably great um so we do also take on products that are just universally designed for everybody right and that's really where fashion should move towards sure is just yeah. how can we you know from the beginning not from a lot of companies like to include accessibility at the end mm -hmm. but if you include accessibility in the beginning of your company or your product and think about it from the very beginning then you're just what you said a statistic about the adaptive market you're right. opening it up to so many more people sure and I um, you know I really hope that and it looks the trend is moving towards that way that companies are um, bringing accessibility and inclusion and and um, universal design products to the forefront so it's, it's right. I hope it continues to move in that direction me too yeah, yeah definitely great yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrific um, so let's see what have we not talked about yet so maybe just tell us like just what are your bedrock values like? Um, well, in terms, of, I, I, I think I need to add love and inclusion to my values <laughs> now. Um, but um, our philosophy is to be truly inclusive. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, um, right now our, our child section is um, gender neutral. Um, we hope to do that to our adult section. Are we there yet? No, but we're always moving towards being as inclusive as possible. Mm -hmm. um, we are okay with um, making like with our searching not being by disability it makes people a little uncomfortable we're okay with that if mm -hmm. it um if it really challenges our customers to see disability a little bit differently um and open their minds so um um we're definitely um we we're very much listening to our our customers mm -hmm. uh we're very customer directed um i'm just kind of along for the ride <laughs> and ready to go in any direction right. that they bring us in so um an example of that is a lot of our customers do want to touch and feel our clothing mm -hmm. we are working on a pop-up situation <laughs> a pop-up store <laughs> a um, pop -up situation a situation we're not there yet where it's a store but you know we've, we've um, tested doing trunk shows little pop-ups and we do want to listen to our customers and provide that eventually and um but I didn't come up with that. That was something right. that our customers are really leading us in that direction. Um, you know, my dream would be in, to be in a, a department store. That's mm -hmm. uh, because right now we are a segregated site for people with disabilities, mm -hmm. and um, we're not truly inclusive. Mm -hmm. And we know that. So um, my dream is to be in a, in a department store where um, people with disabilities can walk or roll in and and get their products by their home and mm -hmm. be able to touch and feel. So um, yeah, we're very following their lead. That's great. Also, um, you mentioned when we were chatting before we started about how many small businesses does your website support? Approximately. So we have over 70. <laughs> so amazing. and many of our designers, some of our designers were, were big designers right. in, in, um, in department stores already, but many of them are um, stay at home moms and dads who have a child with a disability that also create hearing aid charms. For the, oh yeah, they start, those, right? right. Cool. I know, and, co yes. and cochlear cuties. And right. what I love about that is she has a daughter who is um, uses hearing aids, but um, we also um, sell cochlear cuties. And um, you know, and, and in, in disability, we're so and in, as humans, we're so quick to categorize. Right. I think it's kind of another part of our mission is just to bring humans together in mm -hmm. terms of what do we just need? What are our right. needs? 
and and stop the categorizing and just bring together disability as a whole right. and humans as a whole. Yeah. And we all need things to, that are functional and fashionable. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, but yes, we have over 70 designers and um, they're so happy to have an additional revenue stream. That's so great. To have that yes. um, marketplace. They're, they've all been, they, when I first started, my husband told me I was going to need to call a hundred designers before anyone said yes. And he came home that day and I decided I was going to cold call that day. <laughs> and I go, ah, oh, he comes home. He's like, how'd it go? And, he, and I was so excited. And I was like, I have 30 designers. <laughs> I'm ready to go. And he was like, this is your first day. I was like, no one said no. So this was a need that our designers right. were wanting also. Right. And there was no one, no one asking them to, to be a part of something That's like this. So, so great. it was cool. That's so amazing. Cool. <laughs> And I, I could, I could just see Gus's face now. Like, what? Yes, <laughs> I know. He's like, I'm, so, I'm so positive, and he, he would say he's very realistic. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I got thirty, and so I proved him wrong in that way. <laughs> I mean, now I'm here to keep a point. No. One point for you. If you were, if you were. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> um, well, gosh. So we're kind of starting to push our time just a little bit, and so. Um, can I ask a question real quick? Absolutely. So we talked about holidays. What is, because I know that these are designers and things are designed, like what is, when should people have their orders placed by to guarantee it um, by if, I mean, you can practice whatever you want, but if you need it by Christmas. What? Yes. So um, we haven't set a date, but it's most likely the um, first, um, the first two weeks in December. Okay. We'll have to close guaranteed shipping be, by okay. Christmas. Right. Um, so we do hope that people get their orders and soon a lot of our jewelry is handmade custom for that customer. Right. So like our fidget jewelry and our braille jewelry does take a little bit of time. Right. But we will work hard and um, and and get it in. Um, right. Perfect. So, so well, and I know preferably that, sooner rather than later. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that you don't have any control over the, the mailing system anyway. Yes. But, um, I just wanted to know like typically what time frame. So yes. That's, good that's a great question. And, so, I, yeah. and I think um, uh, two weeks before Christmas, we're going to have to cut it off. So okay. um, sooner rather than later. But we do have gifts, um, great stocking stuffers, and great gifts for um, the kids in your life with disabilities. Um, and so and that they're cool on the playground. Yeah, of yeah. course. And to be cool on the playground. And yeah, we have Braille jewelry. A lot of our customers. Yeah, I love your necklace, by the way. Oh, yeah. Alex is wearing an amazing Braille necklace. necklace. So we have um, this is um, a heart um, sterling silver necklace with a pro beads. And it says, I love you in Braille. It, our designer so is blind who makes these. Oh. And, um, and she has her own company. And um, it's called Elegant Insights. And we're so happy to. This is an exclusive to Patty and Murky. So many of our designers give us exclusives. Oh, that's so um, yeah. Check us out, pattyandricky.com. We uh, look forward to working with all the customers and um, and uh, providing beautiful holiday gifts for your loved ones. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thanks. Hey, just real quick, are you doing something special on Patty and Ricky for the holidays? We will be having a Black Friday little discount situation. Okay. Discount <laughs> situation. And for Cyber Monday, we'll have a little... And maybe we'll create a promo code just for you ladies. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Um, so, wow. Thanks so much for all that you have shared. I feel like we could talk a lot longer about this. And thanks for all that you've done. Like, what a great um, forward-facing fashionista. <laughs> thank you for what you're doing. I, I honestly, I thank you for being such amazing advocates for your children and others. It's so important. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's what moms do. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. So anything else, Tina? No, that's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again. Um, Check us out on Facebook. We've got a page there and we like to post um, great information or just encouraging little bits and pieces or super cute pictures of kids that's maybe our favorite thing maybe to do. maybe our favorite maybe. also follow us on insta yeah because we have that too and and tina is the expert on insta <laughs> so i would say that we know how to use it now but really tina knows how to use it now so also though that's kind of the extent we really don't and we've talked about this every time one of your listeners are going to get sick of hearing it and going to get, give us a call and say, let me hook you up on Twitter. Um, but you also can email us. Our yep. email address is love and inclusion period real world at gmail.com. So uh, thanks for listening. Please share this with all your friends and loved ones. Yeah. And check out Patty and Ricky um, while you're doing your holiday shopping. So um, this is Hetty. And this is Tina. And this is love and inclusion in, in the, the real, real world. world.